The landlady turned and preceded us up the stairs to the first floor back, where she paused and, softly opening a door, peered nervously into the room. As we stepped past her and entered, she seemed inclined to follow, but, at a significant glance from me, Foxton persuasively ejected her and closed the door. Then we stood silent for a while and looked about us. In the aspect of the room there was something strangely incongruous with the tragedy that had been enacted within its walls, a mingling of the commonplace and the terrible that almost amounted to anticlimax. Through the wide-open window the bright spring sunshine streamed in on the garish wallpaper and cheap furniture. From the street below the periodic shouts of a man selling soul and mackerel broke into the brisk staccato of a barrel organ, and both sounds mingled with a raucous voice close at hand, cheerfully trolling a popular song, and accounted for by a linen-clad elbow that bobbed in front of the window, and evidently appertained to a house-painter on an adjacent ladder. It was all very commonplace and familiar, and discordantly out of character with the stark figure that lay on the bed, like a waxen effigy symbolic of tragedy. Here was none of that gracious somnolence in which death often presents itself with a suggestion of eternal repose. This woman was dead, horribly aggressively dead. The thin, sallow face was rigid as stone, the dark eyes stared into infinite space with a horrid fixity that was quite disturbing to look on and yet the posture of the corpse was not uneasy, being, in fact, rather curiously symmetrical, with both arms outside the bedclothes and both hands closed, the right grasping, as Mrs. Bedingfield had said, an empty bottle. "'Well,' said Foxton, as he stood looking down on the dead woman, "'it seems a pretty clear case.' She appears to have laid herself out and kept hold of the bottle so that there should be no mistake. How long do you suppose this woman has been dead, Jervis? I felt the rigid limbs and tested the temperature of the body's surface. Not less than six hours, I replied. Probably more. I should say that she died about two o'clock this morning. And that is about all we can say said Foxton, until the post-mortem has been made. Everything looks quite straightforward. No signs of a struggle or marks of violence. That blood on the mouth is probably due to her biting her lip when she drank from the bottle. Yes, here's a little cut on the inside of the lip corresponding to the upper incisors. By the way, I wonder if there is anything left in the bottle.' As he spoke, he drew the small, unlabeled, green-glass file from the closed hand, out of which it slipped quite easily, and held it up to the light. 